3: Now live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio, you are
0: listening to
3: Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The of Bounds Show with Bo Bounce, streaming
0: worldwide live on the of Bounds Radio app and on your radio at
3: ESPN 105.9, The Soul.
0: Man, I tell you what, uh, to only have done two shows this week, this will be our third, but We haven't completed this show, uh, which means it's not on Apple podcast or Spotify. Thank you for hitting the podcast this week. We've had a great week and we appreciate you going to Apple podcast and or Spotify and searching out of bounds with bow bounds and going back and listening to segments and interviews and all kinds of nonsense that we're talking about, which, you know, the show's a lot of, uh, Travel food and booze, which is fun that's uh entertainment and man I feel like I feel like I've been traveling a lot the last month uh yeah, and you know not like long long distances, but just here and there uh I will say that the Sandessen Hilton was was great there wasn't anybody there it was wonderful and I you know that that place somehow it just endures. I think it's just because it's prime real estate. I mean obviously it's you know, it's old. Okay. I mean they've renovated it, but but it's it's old. But it's just uh I mean what do they say? Beachfront property, right? You know, waterfront. It's it's gonna be a draw. And when you got Hilton Honors Points, you
3: know, it it, it makes oh, sense. You're a rewards member. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, more, yeah. I mean, with the amount that you traveled, it makes sense, you know. So it worked out great.
0: Um you know the the rooms cost me eighty bucks, and um, I was okay with that because we upgraded, which I thought was kind of the lady who checked us in. She was a trainee. Oh, nice. Yeah, she had trainee on her little badge thing, gaining some brownie points with the customers. Well, now. I, you know, there wasn't anybody there. Might I as well. Mean, I should have been upgraded. Yeah, she was very very sweet. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by the uh, fillets, bacon, and bourbon at Kessler Prime in the Renaissance, and visit KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. If you hit your local restaurant tonight, you know, a uh, a Tito's martini straight up with three olives, maybe blue cheese, sounds pretty good, too. Did you watch any of the NFL last night?
3: I did watch some. CJ Stroud,
0: uh, what, two for four for 13
3: yards? Yeah, something like that. He was in there for long enough to sneeze. Okay. And then then they took him out. Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins played. Southern
0: a, Miss to the top.
3: Yes, sir. He played a good bit for uh, for my Vikings last night. Um, the second half wasn't too kind to Minnesota. But, hey, I love seeing Nick Mullins out there. Uh,
0: he's one of those guys that is going to end up making a ton of money because he's just staying in the league. That's the way to do it. As a backup quarterback. I mean. And he'll be a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. Which is, that's sweet. Yeah. Like,
3: you don't have to worry about getting all these concussions, like getting smacked around. Like, you know, Tua, Tua's been hurt. He got oh, man. hurt like three times I, I hope last he's, season. I hope he's okay. You know? and yeah. But Nick Mullins is just sitting on the bench. Team wins or loses. It's not his fault. Who threw, did Nick Mullins throw that TD right there? Yes, he did.
0: Okay. All right. So, he's the backup. He is the backup. That's a good backup. He was 14 of something for 139 in a TD. Okay. Not bad. No. Not bad at all. Uh, Everybody's going crazy over this Seattle running back. Yeah. Been seeing a lot about that.
3: Okay. All right. You like preseason? I don't. No. It doesn't do anything for me. (laughs) At all? No. Even just something to turn on? No. You know?
0: It doesn't. You'd
3: rather watch Now, like a- if you told me
0: Matt Corral's playing, I want to watch. Okay. I mean, if if it's somebody I'm interested in, if I would have known, oh, I was at dinner, but if I was if I was at home and you said, Bo, Matt Corral's going to play at least a quarter and a half, I would want to watch that. Or if I'd have known Nick Mullen, is it Mullen or Mullins? Mullins. Mullins. Uh, if I would have known that and had I been home, I would have watched that. But when I got home, I sat down and talked to Wendy for a little while. And then, and then I, boom, went back, hit the shower, and had to go night-night. So, live in the Bank Plus studio, the uh, Stella Stella Artois caller line is 601-707-3750. Stella's amazing beer. And Twitter handle, we'd love for you to give us a follow and hang out with us on the Twitters. Been very active this week on Twitter. Uh, our listeners and friends and people that hang out with us on the Twitters, at bowbounds Cam sent us some food early this morning of a wonderful breakfast that he had made, and it looked pretty amazing. Um, golly, that guy's serious. And I asked him with all that fuel that he posted on Twitter, and he tagged us at Bo Bounds. I said, man, are you getting ready to hang out with Phil Mickelson all weekend? And doesn't that look good? What I mean, what all is it? That looks delicious. Looks like some kind of English muffin sandwich. Ooh, it does. Friday morning breakfast. Then I think he tells us about it up here. A little hot sauce. Golly, that looks good. Now I'm hungry. I've only had a shot of, uh, honey. So yeah, we and had, my athletic greens. We got to get you on a breakfast. You know, I can't figure out what, I, uh, so I don't want a lot. I just want a little protein. Um, a lot of times I'll have a little fillet left over, and I'm talking about like two ounces. It's plenty. And now, what did you, did you did you do grits and protein shake and all this crazy stuff that you do? Grits and protein shake, of course. You I got
3: I gotta have something in my stomach now
0: because
3: once you that's what people think. They're so like you're not into
0: intermittent fasting?
3: No, not not at all. I mean, I think that you need, especially for me. I've trained my body to where I wake up. I'm hungry. I eat 3 good meals a day. Okay. You know and and then that saves you from, You're kind of military-esque from you're you're,
0: you're, you're kind of 3 squares a day guy.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, I did get a buzz cut this weekend and or over the weekend. You did not notice. I it's, didn't I t- notice that until just now. You j- you kind
0: of went <laughs> You kind of went military buzz cut.
3: Yeah, I, you know what? It's been getting so hot and I've had I didn't get a haircut for 2 months. Oh. And you probably noticed every time I put the headphones on. It was standing straight up. There was just so much hair. I didn't, but so, but well, now that you said it, <laughs> yeah. I see that you
0: did get a buzz cut. Yeah,
3: so I just cut it all off. I think uh, it's always good to have a little change. Uh, I'm not good. at the not at the bow bounce level just yet. I, I like. Well, the you have hair on top. Yeah, I don't. I uh, just
0: cut this yesterday.
3: I was wondering. I, I want to know what it looked like when you had like a full head of hair. Did I you, used to have a mop. A mop. <laughs> really?
0: Yeah, and and then you know early on I decided to to shape. Okay. Like this. Not yeah. total, you know, but I've got a really cool razor. Nothing to, It takes two minutes.
3: Did you go stages first? Did you, like, go down to the buzz cut, and then you were like, now maybe it's time? Or did you go... Once I
0: found the right razor, I, I knew where I wanted to go. Okay. It's all about the razor.
3: Of course. It yeah. is. I mean, you don't want scabs or you don't want... No. You know, a razor no. burn.
0: No. All that jazz. Oh, that sounds terrible. Um, Yeah, I see you got your military cut. It's very... uh. Like you're on a base. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I'll, yeah.
3: I'll, I'll take that. I, I feel cool with a buzz cut, you know?
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, did you pay <laughs> a lot of
3: money? I uh, pay I paid, I paid a, a little bit, you know? I've, How much did that haircut cost? Let me guess. 28,
0: 33. 35. Damn. Yeah, 35.
3: Okay. But, you know, it... They did a good job. I was close. The, you, you were close. I like the straight razor on the neck whenever they, they clean up around. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I love a good straight razor shave oh, whenever okay. they clean you up. So okay. that's so, worth So 10. you dropped thirty five on that. I did. Okay. I know some people would, would do it for five dollars with just one blade, but I right. need, I need a fade. I need it to look good. Ah you
0: know? the fade. Exactly. Well, speaking of fading, Phil Mickelson uh bet three hundred and eleven million dollars. Over a five-year stretch, 2010-2014. <laughs> All right, he bet over three hundred million dollars, and according to Billy Walters, and they're no longer buddies. They were running buddies and 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 betting partners. Uh, he believes that Phil has wagered over one billion, with a B, over three decades. Your thoughts on the Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. Ross Dellinger, Yahoo Sports, 930 on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Good morning. Welcome in on a football Friday.
2: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. All
0: right, we'll give away a uh, $25 gift certificate to Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue around this uh, topic. And because food goes with sports, and we are the food show of choice in the state and in the SEC. We thought that this would be a uh, a good topic for you. Weirdest food you've eaten. Weirdest foods you've eaten. Uh, Jason didn't really come up with any during the break, but he's going to throw them out. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Best one on the Ag Up Equipment text line. I mean, there's no telling where this is going to go. Best one on the Ag Up Equipment text line six zero one eight eight five three seven seven six, and we'll do a twenty five dollar gift certificate to Burgers Blues and Barbecue, and we'll do a uh, Whiskey sixty one hat and shirt too. May throw something else in. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of a weird food I've had. Escargot.
3: Okay, I mean that's it's nice. That's nice stuff. But I was snails. I was like, yes, yeah, snails. I love escargot. Have you eaten anything that's been, like, moving before? You know, like octopus sometimes, like the tentacles will still be moving and stuff like that. Have you eaten anything like that?
0: Anything that's still moving? Have I eaten anything that's still moving? No, when I go to Mudbugs, the crawfish are not still moving. Yeah,
3: <laughs> thank goodness.
0: Okay. Uh I mean, I, when I was a kid, I guess, you know, like four or five, six years old, I could have eaten a worm or something, but, uh, cause I mean, kids <laughs> do weird stuff. Yeah. Uh, I can't think. Have you, have I've,
3: you had anything that's still moving? Yeah. I've had some fresh octopus that was still, still wiggling. It had, it had something going on there. It was really good. Like, Dip it in some soy sauce. I mean, I
0: like, I like lightly battered calamari from Bravo.
3: Okay. Yeah, that I I don't think that counts. Oh, okay. Yeah, we we're getting a couple. Do you uh, does does local have calamari? They do not. Yeah, they have really good kung pao shrimp. Uh, I've had that one. Yeah, that really, that is good. Yeah, that's that's some good stuff, but not some calamari. Uh, there are some good places around here that that have calamari. Uh, Bravo uh, does a wonderful job. Salamuki's, Salamukis yeah, well, yeah, it's the same same dish. Oh, okay.
0: absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you're spot on. Um, I I think it's. Look, when done well, and again, lightly battered. Somebody lied to me recently. I was at a restaurant and I was like, are your onion rings good? And they're like, yeah, they're fabulous. They were so battered. It's like, "Who what?
3: You what? like you like them like thin, crispy?"
0: They don't have to be thin. Okay. But I mean, I mean, burgers blues and barbecues, uh, onion rings are amazing cuz they're lightly battered. You know? I just what am I supposed to do with that? I don't know. Anyway,
3: We're getting some good responses here on the uh, on the text line. Okay, what do you got? One one that just came in from Trez: uh, squirrel brains sautéed with white wine and butter, served over a fresh bed of lettuce. Okay, that that's something. Um, there's also sea urchin sushi with a raw quail egg cracked on top. Tastes just like you would think—like you blew your nose in your mouth. I had that in LA at a sushi bar in the nineties. Wow. <laughs> now that that might I think that's in the lead <laughs> right now.
0: That could very well be in the lead. Goodness gracious. What is it that that some southerners eat? Like pickled feet or something? Pickled pigs feet. Pickle I've never had I'm not yeah. having that. Yeah, I'm not I'm doing not, that. There's pig snouts too. Pickled I'll, I'll eat snouts. escargot and calamari and uh rabbit. That rabbit that I had at uh canoe was amazing. I was divine. It was one of the best dishes I had in twenty twenty two. Well, it's twenty twenty-three. Yeah, that was last year, twenty twenty-two.
3: Um you like rabbit? I've never had rabbit. What? Yeah, I've never had I've I think I've had squirrel, but I've okay. never never had rabbit. I've had alligator. I've had alligator a couple times at like Good Gator is good. Ole Miss Baseball games, playing Florida or, you know, in the in the grove, stuff oh, like that. Okay. Uh, so I've had alligator. Never had rabbit though.
0: I, I thought all y'all had was chicken strips and ranch dressing.
3: Come on, we got we got some culture over there in Oxford.
0: Chicken strips and ranch dressing and celery. <laughs> all right, what else do we have? We've got a. Um, Josh says the uh, the calamari at Bravo is phenomenal, but the best I've ever had was in Sydney, Australia. Well, you just went up to. It's a different species down there. That's just flat out better. I I could see that. Wow. Okay.
3: Brad Uh Martin says he's had a pig ear sandwich at the Big Apple Inn.
0: Where's the, I know where that is. Where is the Big Apple Inn?
3: Is it in South Jackson? Or the metropolis of what, Bovana? Yeah, it, it is in Jackson. I think it's, it's past, yeah, it's South Jackson. So it's past the zoo. Okay. Pig ears sandwich.
0: I went there years and years and years ago.
3: Is that place still open? I think so. Yeah, it says opens at 830. All right. Have you ever had an Inez burger at cSS I have not. What's an Inez burger?
0: <sighs> I'm disappointed.
3: I knew that was a side disappointment. I knew that was coming. You've lived here your whole life.
0: And you haven't been to css No. Oh. Uh,
3: you got to, you got to fill me in on some of these places that are quote unquote, much tries. Cause I, you know, mm. I'll, I'll cook at home a lot. I'll stay in.
0: Okay. Somebody on our, uh, te- ag up equipment, ag up equipment, John Deere tractor text line, unnamed texture. What is that? Calf fries, A.K. calf testicles.
3: Yeah. So that's, that's the same thing, you know, prairie oysters, that's the same thing as I was telling you—the Rocky Mountain oysters. Okay. That I've never had them, but I've heard people talk about them as you know, in the category of weirdest stuff that you've eaten. Have you ever heard of like sweetbread?
0: Have I ever heard of sweetbread? That's kind of a general term. Okay.
3: Sweetbread—it's like uh, sheep brains. Oh. Yeah, it's a specific food called sweetbread. Have you had it? I have not. Okay. No, I. Would you I, eat it? Honestly, it kind of depends. Some of these if they're if I'm not told what they are before, I would eat them like I told you I ate hogshead cheese, which is like pig brains. Yeah. Like processed, and it was actually not bad. Like it tastes kind of like a lunch meat in a way, not like a nice like a boar's head lunch meat, but it it tasted like a like a bologna or something like that. So if you don't tell me what it is, I'll probably eat it.
0: Okay. Tucker says, "Can we go back to Patron Tequila, we'll say Patron Extra Añejo, aged over three years. And good restaurants. I took the family to Highball Lanes for lunch Saturday. Soul Rolls and Catfish Reuben were amazing. Oh, I'm glad to hear that, Tucker. You're right. The Soul Rolls and Catfish Reuben at Highball, Highball Lanes are great. And it's National Bowling Day. Is it this weekend, Jason?
3: Yes, tomorrow. National Bowling Day tomorrow. I might have to celebrate
0: and they serve brunch, but the Soul Rolls and Catfish Reuben at Highball Highball Lanes are wonderful. Good call, Tucker. I'm glad you went. And I'll take a picture of that and send it to Jason and Jeff. We're live in the Bank Plus studio, out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. And we're streaming live on TheZone1059.com, which is powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge, an award-winning Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Three hump camel says calamari is good. I like it. But when I lived in Virginia beach and surf fished, it always amazed me that calamari is just a $2 box of squid bait. Well, there you go. All right. Um, I can't keep up with all these, but this is, this is a pretty good topic. You came up with Jason weirdest foods you've eaten. We got a $25 uh, Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue gift certificate on the line and some Whiskey 61 swag. We might throw some other stuff in in there. We've got a lot of swag in that back left room. Yeah, we do. It's kind of overwhelming. That's for sure. Uh, we're going to have Ross Dellinger on Yahoo Sports Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Dellinger will stop by at um, 930. The ACC can't figure out what they want to do. Notre Dame's trying to push them to pick up Cal and Stanford. But is Notre Dame even staying in the league? Are they going to head to the Big Ten with Miami at some point? Inquiring minds want to know. We're live in the Bank Plus studio, out of bounds, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN, Ross Dellinger at 9.30. And good morning. Welcome in, out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. It's been a crazy uh, couple of weeks here in the world of college football as, uh, well, Washington and Oregon decide to join Southern Cal and UCLA and join the Big Ten. And the Pac-12 is now the Pac-4. And I don't know how that's going to look going forward unless they merge with the Mountain West. And then, as you know, Colorado, Utah, Arizona, and Arizona State are now in the Big 12. So the Big 12 survives, and the Pac-12 does not. And the SEC stands put because uh, they're in a really, really, really good spot as far as Texas and Oklahoma joining the conference next year. Uh, It's going to be fun. Two new teams, big brands, you can get to them. Uh, Austin is not far, and Norman's not far. You can drive or, you know, quick hop to to Dallas and then Norman in less than a couple hours. And same thing, you know, flying into Houston or Dallas and getting to to Austin, Texas. So that's going to work out real well for SEC fans. Um, And they'll bring a lot of interest to the table and eyeballs. Even though Texas has underachieved in football, still a massive brand, ton of money, excellent academically and, and offer a lot. and Oklahoma is not too shabby. Um, they were lucky to, to be in the mix, but uh, they won one across the board and it's a hell of a university. So that, that's where we are. Greg Sankey has been talking about uh, where the SEC is now and maybe where they'll be in the future. But one thing that we know is the Big 12 um, was proactive and they had better leadership. And uh, the Pac-12 had a decade to figure this out, couldn't get it done. And the Big 12 survives. And I think they'll thrive. I mean, they're not going to be the SEC or the Big Ten. But there's going to be some interest and some fun there with what all they did. And... um, the Pac-12 is is no longer, and yeah, I don't know how much juice that'll be with those four teams, and I guess maybe some some Mountain West teams, if it doesn't work out with uh, Cal and Stanford going to the ACC, which doesn't really make a lot of sense in the, in the grand scheme of things. We are the Out of Bounds Show, one oh five nine, the Zone, ESPN, and. Our guests join us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Bundle your car and home and save with your Farm Bureau Insurance favorites.com favorites.com and we want to welcome in Dan Wetzel and he is a national columnist with Yahoo Sports and of course uh, Dan's written some great books including one of my favorite uh, Running Rebel Shark Tales on Tark the Shark and Many other books. New York Times bestselling author Dan Wetzel on the Out of Bounds Show. Dan Wetzel, it's been too long. How are you, buddy?
2: I'm good, man. How have you been? Well, I'm great
0: when we have this much content out there for us, you and me. <laughs> uh, you know, for you writing on the .com and podcasting and everything else, uh, were you were you not surprised, surprised, or shocked that the Big 12, uh, I'm sorry, the Pac-12 couldn't get the deal done at the final hour and Fox and the Big Ten swoop in and grab two more Pac-12 teams in Oregon and Washington, Dan?
2: I didn't think that they would – I don't know. Um, I I was a little surprised the Big Ten decided to make the move right now. Uh, I was not surprised the Pac-12 couldn't get a deal. I just didn't think the Big Ten would make this jump at the second because if they had wanted – Oregon and Washington. A year ago, when they were going to add USC and UCLA, they could have had them. I think they could have Oregon and Washington in two years from now. Um, Oregon and Washington were desperate to go to the Big Ten. Uh, they did get them at a discounted rate. You basically get two for one for the next like six, seven years. But I'm not really sure it makes sense for. I mean, the Big Ten is is I think the richest of all the conferences, even more than the SEC. Uh, Why you go bargain shopping? But look, this sport is run by TV networks. TV yeah. networks want big-name matchups. Um, those of us who just love all of college football, uh, and I'm sure that's a lot of your listeners, you know, you can be like, hey, Iowa and Iowa State are playing this weekend. That's actually a good game. Or, you know, I wonder if South Carolina could jump up and beat Alabama or something like that, and you're you're excited for some of those types of games. But TV networks need Texas against Alabama or you know Oklahoma against Georgia or USC against Ohio all they want is that and so when they can get and we all know we go into some weeks of the season where you're like boy there's only like one ranked on ranked game or something like that there'll be more in the future and that's what TV wants and they don't care about tradition travel anything other than how many times we can get those teams to play each other. So now right. we're having these 16, 18, 20 team leagues. I think we could have prevented this with scheduling our re uh scheduling deals and things like that, but it's it's too late now. So the uh the bullet train is headed to three to four conferences. That's just how it's going to be.
0: No, I agree that this maybe could have been avoided 10, 15 years ago if they'd maybe 20. But anyway, 10 or 15 years ago if they would have gotten their act together on on some scheduling. We're visiting with Dan Wetzel, Yahoo Sports, New York Times bestselling author. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. We've had the shakeup, more shakeup and disruption in the world of collegiate athletics, but more importantly, college football. Um, so, Dan, as somebody who lives in the Midwest and Big Ten country, mm-hmm. what is it? what is it like to know that even though the Rose Bowl will be a part of the college football playoff, that the Rose Bowl, as you and I know it, will never be that again between a Big Ten and Pac-8, Pac-10, Pac-12 team going forward?
2: I think that ship sailed a while ago. I I mean, there's certainly some – I'm sure some older people that still care about that or somebody, but for the most part, since – Whenever they came out with the BCS, nobody was shooting for the Rose Bowl. It was a nice consolation prize, sort of the way the the Sugar Bowl was. If you were an SEC team and you didn't make the the championship, or you uh, you know you were you were you didn't make the playoff, or you, you know somebody else did and you got a chance as the second place team or something. Um, but uh, you know Ohio State, Michigan these schools that are, are, are going to get in the playoffs, they're not trying to get to the Rose Bowl. So it's been a while um, that that ever mattered. I, I, I think it was ridiculous that they held up so much of college football, delayed the playoff that I also think if we had implemented earlier, would have, you know, you, you implement the play, a playoff with with automatic bids and some scheduling alliances like 10 years ago. You know, I don't know if we're having this these conversations now. Um, but they didn't, and the Rose Bowl was a big part of that, was holding it up, and now, yeah, the Rose Bowl is just a, just a game. It's a great game. It's a great place to watch a game, um, but it's not it's not what it was. So I don't think there's a whole lot of – I haven't seen anybody wandering around Detroit uh, crying over the fate of the Rose Bowl. <laughs> All
0: right, fair <laughs> enough. Dan Wetzel on the Out of Bounds show. I want to talk uh, Harbaugh. Tell me – okay, so, Dan – We're so heavy SEC down here, and then we can talk about some of the big brands like Ohio State and Michigan and Texas, even though they're entering the conference, and maybe Southern Cal, a couple other teams, Clemson, so on. Well, Harbaugh, like our our listeners will get into that, and he's uh, polarizing and fascinating. I think he's been wildly successful because I think Michigan thinks they're bama georgia ohio state and they're not they're in the next tier which is super awesome but they're just not quite there but he's one big now he's coming off two back-to-back wins over ohio state he also just got in a little trouble um you know what some people get all crazy about that some people eye roll at this point in collegiate athletics where are you with harbaugh as far as what he's been able to do at Michigan. Do you like him? Do you think he's been super successful or just pretty good? How do you see it, Dan?
2: So, he, so he, the thing about Harbaugh is he's the same guy that like was a somewhat under-recruited quarterback who became the Michigan starter and like as a player angered Bo Schembecker by guaranteeing a victory over Ohio State back in the day. But then he delivered it, right? He was the guy who had a 15, 16 year NFL quarterbacking career, even though he really was never that good. Um, and he'd spend his time, you know, he's known as like, cap, uh, captain comeback or quarterback, Comeback in Indy and feuded with, uh, um, Mike Ditka. I mean, it's a guy who lo- he loves fights, right? Who fights Ditka and Shem Like that's, <laughs> he'll take on anyone. Give him that. He'll punch up. Um, He's just always been this guy. And then he, you know, he goes to, he wants to be a head college football coach. He wants to be a a football coach. He doesn't want to be an assistant. So he takes non scholarship University of San Diego in the 1AA then and immediately turns him into a power. Then he goes to Stanford, which hadn't won in a generation and gets them rolling um, to where they're, you know, they get Andrew. He gets everybody. Then he goes to the 49ers makes two championship game, NFC title games and a Super Bowl, loses to his brother on a goal-line stand. Then he goes to Michigan, and they beat, he, even when people were all over him for not beating Ohio State, well, not many people beat Ohio State, and now they are yeah. beating Ohio State. So Harbaugh is a fascinating guy. He's completely out there. He doesn't talk like anyone else. He doesn't act like anyone else. But the thing about him is he's an incredibly good football coach, he's just pure football coach. He's not the best recruiter. They don't have the best talent. Um, He does, you know, again, he's always fighting and feuding with somebody, including the NCA where like he's in trouble for, he committed a, uh, their program committed some secondary violations. He wouldn't admit them to the, the, the uh, investigators. So that became the, the, what the NCA has determined lying or dishonesty became the major violation. And he just won't back down. So, He's an incredibly fascinating guy, but I think the one thing about Harbaugh you can never take away, he's just a really good football coach, and he's done it at literally every level. He hasn't just handed the keys to, he not just get handed the keys to Michigan. He built the whole thing up. So that's the thing about him, and and uh, you know I just I find him to be one of the more fascinating guys in college football. I'm glad the sport has him because he is polarizing. He's unique, uh, and you never know what's going to happen next. Uh, they could. They could crash out or they could win the national title this year, or he could who the heck knows?
0: Does it drive Michigan fans the NFL rumors every year?
2: Well, the fact that like two years ago he went interviewed the night before signing day, tried to get the Minnesota Viking job. (laughs) Like, who does, (laughs) like, every other coach they're interested in the NFL, they're like, I have no interest in the NFL. And then, you know, I don't, I don't know where the, my name's getting leaked. Wow, why am I getting linked? It's because their agent is calling every single team. Harbaugh literally tells people, I'm going on an interview. Again, he does nothing like anyone else. Flies to Minnesota publicly, does the interview, and then doesn't get the job. So it's like even more humiliating. Then he says, all right, I'm done with the NFL. But then last year, he's still talking to the NFL. Now, Denver was trying very hard to hire him, and he wouldn't go. Um, so that was, you know, I don't know. But, yeah, he's – I think that a little bit there. But as long as you're beating Ohio State, if you're a Michigan coach beating Ohio State, they don't
0: really care what you do. Uh, what's, we're visiting with Dan Wetzel. Um, he lives in Michigan, um, national columnist, Yahoo Sports, and New York Times bestselling author. He joins us on the Out of Bound show and, and the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. But with Harbaugh – does do Michigan fans realize that Ohio State does have more talent, and they are a better program, and that when Hardball wins back to back, how amazing an accomplishment that is? Yeah, Dave? yeah,
2: they 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 do. They know Ohio State has better recruits and better players, but um, the last two years Michigan beat them up on the lines, and uh, yeah, they did. We, they beat them up, and so and and they Michigan's got. I think Ryan Day's a very good coach. I mean, look, Michigan lost to TCU. Ohio State was one field goal. from. I mean, they almost beat Georgia in that game. That field goal just went wide. And Ohio State might have won the national title, but they didn't. Right. So um, it's it's a heavyweight battle between those two. But, yeah, Ohio State's going to recruit better. But Harbaugh's been able to close that gap through coaching, culture, and all that. And they love – I mean, look, no football fan is upset when their team just Physically mauls and dominates, poses their will on their arch rival. Like that's the best way to win. So uh, he can do no wrong right now in in, in Ann Arbor.
0: Yeah, well, look what y'all what he did. What Michigan did in the second half last year against Ohio State. My gosh. Um, okay, so I got a buddy.
2: Two straight Dan. years they have just beaten them up. It is they're not winning on some uh, you know hail mary or. You know, no offense to Auburn, like kick six or something. Like, right. They're blowing them out.
0: I just absolutely putting the boot on the jugular. Um, okay. So I got a buddy, Dan, who's an analytics nerd. I love him. His name's Dave Bartu. And here's how he framed it up with Michigan and Ohio State. He said, Michigan and Harbaugh are built to to play in cold weather and smash mouth football. And Ohio State, and you just kind of alluded to it, and he said Ohio State is built to be fast as all get out on turf and win the national championship. Do you agree with that?
2: Yeah, I think Michigan's built to beat Ohio State. Ohio State's built to beat, or at least compete, with Georgia and Alabama. Yes. So, It, and that's the conundrum. Um, I think Georgia would have beaten Michigan soundly. They, they almost lost Ohio State, but Michigan beat, you know, it's just matchups, matchups make fights, right? And, um, and so yeah, Ohio State will have five guy, five wide receivers that'll end up being in the first round at some point. It doesn't really matter if the quarterback gets sacked or, you know, and, and, and they're just throwing linemen at you that, that are getting they're that are getting home or the offensive and they or the or the Michigan team is running the ball five yards a play or or any of that so um, it's 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 been an interesting turn to watch this because this rivalry was absolutely dominated by Ohio State. and oh. it didn't look like there was an end in sight but there's been this now is this a two year blip and the Buckeyes come back very well could they will walk into that game in Ann Arbor next in November with more talent than Michigan but yeah. we'll see whether that matters especially if it's snowing and 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 all the stuff that usually happens in that that game.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, you know what, what Tressel and Urban Meyer in the first few years of Ron Day, uh, you're right, just absolutely dominated the Michigan Ohio State rivalry. Kudos to Harbaugh for turning that thing when it didn't look like they were going to be able to uh to do it. Okay, is somebody who covers you know big big college football, big NFL, big sports stories. What do you make of Kirby Smart flipping the script on Nick Saban and winning back to back championships and I think he's the favorite to go for a third?
2: I think they're definitely the favorite. Um obviously you're breaking in a new quarterback and we may have all underappreciated Stetson Bennett. But um I did. I mean, I didn't think he'd be as good, so I was wrong about him. But we may still be underappreciating. Like, oh, he can replace him. I think the interesting thing in, with Bama right now is, for all of Nick Saban's time, there have been moments when teams beat Alabama. Right? Auburn did it a bunch of times. You know, Johnny Mansell wins the game at A and M, or Ole Miss wins a couple, and in, and in, in, uh, with Hugh Freeze, and there were, you know, he, they they weren't they weren't undefeated. But it was always like, okay, you got to lick in on us. We're coming back next year. It was never, we've never had it where the, the, uh, another team built their program up to where they're either equal or better. And Georgia has done that. It's fair to call Georgia the number one program right now and say Alabama needs to catch Georgia. And the coach over at Georgia is. His disciple, and he's like 46, 7 years old, he didn't slow down at all. And you go, wow, how, do you, how does Alabama do that? I think this is the first time, at least since Urban Meyer was around, when there was an equal program to Alabama in the SEC, and if not superior. And that's what makes this season very, very interesting for Alabama. It's not just, all right, you got us, but we're going to get you back. Don't worry. Like, you know, now it's like I don't know if we have enough to do that. We're gonna see. It's Alabama walking in with huge question marks, a quarterback, and different things. So that battle to me is just very not just to say play this year, but the like historic impact of, of, of the of the kind of the the shifting fortunes of that of that conference at the top. Hello.
0: Hey Dan, do you think? Yeah. Do you think Ohio State's got enough? That, you know that you talked about how close. Well, I've got a couple of minutes here. Dan Wetzel, yes. Yahoo Sports, New York Times best-selling columnist. Do you think Ohio State's got enough to challenge Georgia or someone else from the SEC this year?
2: Yeah, they have. They have the talent. I mean, you look at the talent composites and stuff. The question again: breaking a new quarterback. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting season. You. So you look at the top four in the, in that USA Today poll, Georgia is one, uh, Bama's three, Ohio State's four, all of them are breaking in new quarterbacks. So, you know, it's, it's, and then there's a whole bunch of teams that have returning quarterbacks. Michigan obviously is at two, um, but the whole Pac 12 is going to be really interesting. And, you know, how good is, how good is USC and some of these others, uh, that are coming in with a little more experience. So, uh, but I, I think Ohio state on a, on any Saturday can beat any team in the country. Absolutely. I think they're, they're, they're talented enough. And it's it, like you, like your friend said, it's a little different if you're playing in inside a dome stadium, uh, in late December than maybe playing outside in late November. Um, you know, they're built for playing on nice dry turf and I, I, I would always give Ohio state a chance.
0: All right, we'll leave it there. And, um, Hey, I hope the I hope Dan Campbell, the kneecap biter, um, turns it this. I mean, they they came on last year for the Detroit Lions, and was it with went down the last game, or I'm sorry, last weekend of the yep. season. So we'll see if your Lions can uh, see can what get in the playoffs.
2: Yeah. Worst pro sports franchise in uh, history. They haven't <laughs> been under, They have not won a playoff game since 1992. Oh, Everyone, no. Are
0: you serious?
2: Yeah. That was the last time they won a game. And and before that, it's 1957. So since 1957, they've won one playoff game. Damn. That's the, hard to do. They haven't won the division since 1992 either. It's only four teams in the damn division. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's I didn't mean like to laugh. one of these like, hey, man, I got to win an 18-team Big Ten. That's kind of hard. No, it's four teams. <laughs> NFC North. You got it. There's only three other guys. I mean, thirty years. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, and Wetzel before that. So yeah, you know, we'll see. Oh, a, lot, man. a lot of history to overcome there. A lot of history. Yeah.
0: Well, I hope I hope y'all. Do it, man, I love Dan. <laughs> Dan Campbell's got a little heartball in him. Hey, There's be good.
2: To uh, love your work we'll talk to you and
0: uh, thanks for the time, buddy. See you. Yeah,
2: don't be a stranger. Talk to
0: you later. Dan Wetzel, New York Times uh, best-selling author. And Yahoo Sports, he joined us on the Farm Bureau Insurance (laughs) Guest Line. We've won one playoff game since 1957. Golly. He makes a great point. It's just a four-team division. You would think you would just kind of trip over it every now and then and win it. Maybe they'll do it this year, Jason. I like Dan Campbell. Dude's hilarious. Little Jared Goff. And maybe we'll make it happen. Hey, lunch today is brought to you by Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue. And uh, B3 in Madison and Brandon. It's local. Um, They have wonderful burgers. They even have blue plates. Their smoked chicken's amazing. And, you know, we always talk about their onion rings. B3, burgers, blues, and barbecue in Madison and Brandon. Have a good day. Thanks so much for listening. Hit Apple Podcasts. Search Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. We'll see you tomorrow.
1: It is
2: Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
1: More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting.
0: Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: I never win and tell.
0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are actuaries. In a world filled with
1: unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty.